I think you have to realize that no one knows what they're doing, really. And we're all sort of just trying to figure it out. Episode 46, January 2015. This is part one of my Q&A with Max Luster. So, yeah, my name is Max Luster, um, and I'm the lead product designer at Bugsnag, uh, where I do both product design as well as all of our marketing and communications design. And I also manage all of our uh, UI engineering front end development. So I basically own all of our CSS um, and write a lot of SaaS all day long. Can you tell us a little bit more about your work? Yeah, sure. Um, so Bugsnag is a company that um, is focused on developer tools. So we're building essentially a, a interactive uh, exploratory interface to be able to look at crashes that happen in applications. So I'm focused a lot on um, solving design problems around how do you fix bugs in your applications, um, what sort of diagnostic information would you need to have in order to be able to do that. Um, and I'm really focused a lot on presenting a lot of information in a really compact space. What are you famous or infamous for? <laughs> uh, nothing, really. <laughs> I don't really uh, have too large of an online profile right now. Um, so, you know, nothing yet. <laughs> what are you famous amongst your friends then? Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a tough question. Yeah, I guess being opinionated. <laughs> Maybe being infamous on that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, how did you start with design? So I've been designing since really early on in high school. Uh, I was probably about 14 at the time. Um, and I took a class in uh, graphic design, which was, I mean, it was a horrendous design class. I learned nothing about design, but I got really into using Photoshop and messing around with text and graphics. Um, and over the years, I learned more about writing code, about design, um, and uh, essentially just self-taught myself along the way um, up until about three years ago where I started doing really focused work in product design. What is the setup you use for work? Uh, so I have a MacBook Pro uh, Retina screen, um, which is like, now that you have it, like it's, it's critical to, for design work. Uh, like I could not work without it at this point. Um, and then I, I have a second display, which is the 27-inch cinema display uh, that I use to work in Illustrator on pretty much all the time. Um, or when I'm writing code, I'll have you know giant text screen up there with multiple columns and all that stuff going on. What do you use for writing code? Um, so I've been using Sublime Text for a while. Um, but I'm actually trying out Atom right now, which is the new text editor from GitHub, uh, which is interesting in some ways and different in a few ways, but it's also very similar to, to Sublime Text. You like working from home, office, coffee shop, what works best for you? Um, well, I typically work from the office. Um, we have everyone in our, in our team at the office every day. We don't have any remote people right now. Um, that might change over time. But generally, we're working from the office. 
um, even though I'm at home today. <laughs> you get up early, normal, super late. What's your deal? We're on San Francisco engineering time, which basically means the workday starts at around 9.45, 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. um, and sort of fluid in terms of the hours that we work. Um, some people are like getting in at 9.30, working till 6, heading out. Um, I'm, you know, getting in when it seems right and working when it seems right. So usually that means, you know, during the workday, but also outside of that a lot. How many hours do you squeeze out of your day for work? Yeah, I think I, it's a culture thing in a lot of companies. Like, uh, I've worked at places where when I'm focused on the actual work for that company, it'll be like, you know, five, six hours a day. And then the rest of my time, I'll be teaching myself stuff and, and moving forward. Uh, we're an early stage startup and we're really, you know, focused on growing right now. So every minute counts and we're spending a lot of time working every day. How did that work that um, you were teaching yourself at work? How did that work? I mean, you just, I would buy myself books on Amazon. Um, actually huge especially for some of the tougher more conceptual design problems like how does typography work mm -hmm. um, buying books has been great I found it I found it a lot less valuable to learn code from books but very valuable to learn design from books mm -hmm. so that's generally what I was doing in previous jobs do you have any book recommendations maybe oh yeah I mean I, I have a number of books that that I sort of rely on all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so I do a lot of information design work. So like data visualization, uh, like mixing type design with data visualization, um, condensing things down a lot. So uh, all of Edward Tufte's books, or Tuft, however you really say his name, um, they've been a huge influence for me. Uh, he's also great with typography, so his books are beautiful, and that's always good to look at. Um, yeah, I mean, it depends on what you're trying to learn, totally. Like, I've read a lot of books on information design that go back to the 50s, 60s. Um, that, uh, same with typography, right? Like, going back to what people were writing in the 20s, 30s, 40s uh, is often very interesting. And a lot of things have been forgotten on the web in terms of, like, the core principles of design, typography, layout. Um, and I found it really useful to go back in time a little bit and, and learn what people were sort of pioneering back when, you know, the Swiss style was being developed, um, when, uh, yeah, really just modern clean typography was being developed for the first time. Do you have a daily routine maybe? Not really. I kind of mix it up. <laughs> yeah, it's not really patterned. I mean, I'm getting into work roughly at around 10 a.m., what I work on when I'm at the office is changing all the time. And sometimes I'm working in the evening, sometimes I'm not. It's not really patterned. What about sports and exercise? Are you a fan of that? Yeah. Um, what do you do? Yoga. Yeah, that's kind of a really popular thing out here. And actually, my, my parents are both yoga instructors, so I grew up with it. <laughs> do you have any tips against procrastination, maybe? Yeah. Care about what you do. <laughs> really find interest in what you're doing and if you're not interested in it put it down come back to it and if you're still not interested in it find something else completely to work on um, procrastination's never been a huge thing for me I mean I, I guess that's not really true it is for every designer but 
you sort of just have to have this attitude where, you know, if you're up against a hard problem, that's a good thing, and you just want to solve it. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to know what to say yeah, to that one. That makes sense. It's a hard problem. A lot of people are like, I'm going to write down the ten things I'm going to get done today at the beginning of the day every day, or like, what's my one goal for the day? Let's focus on that. Uh, and I've just, I don't know. I've never been so structured with it. How do you deal with imposter syndrome? I think you have to realize that no one knows what they're doing really, and we're all sort of just trying to figure it out. Especially when it comes to like writing the best perfect code, writing, making an amazing, beautiful design that's perfect. Like, uh, I don't know, we're all people and everyone's just sort of trying to figure out what the right answer is to the problems they're trying to deal with, you know, whatever challenges they're up against. Um, so that's not something that's ever really bothered me. But at the same time, you know, again, like I said, I don't have a very large public profile right now when it comes to, you know, I'm not a design thought leader. I don't even know what that means really, but <laughs> you know, I guess there's a lot of people out there that write all the time about design, about front-end development, about SaaS, whatever it is. Um, and maybe they feel that way more than I do. <laughs> I don't know. Where do you live and where do you come from? I uh, live in San Francisco right now. Um, and I've been here for five years, uh, but I come from Chicago area. Do you travel much? Uh, as much as I can, but work sort of keeps me here. Um, so I try to like take one nice trip a year. So you said as a designer that you also code. Um, what are your favorite programming languages and frameworks? So I work primarily in HTML, CSS, um, and I do write some JavaScript as well. Um, when I'm writing JavaScript, I'll work with uh, CoffeeScript and jQuery, a lot of jQuery. Um, I'll work with a lot of D3 for data visualization. Um, that's about it on JavaScript. I don't go too deep into that world, and I'm not writing like complex application logic, so that's not really my thing. Um, most of the work that I'm doing, like vast majority, is writing markup, um, which I write in Slim which is um, a templating language, essentially. Uh, it's like a big, a very simplified, refined version of writing HTML markup. Um, and then I write CSS, but never just plain CSS anymore. Um, always with, with SAS.